Dr. Rick Wallace here dropping in on you. Uh, wish it was on something more positive and uplifting. Uh, you know me, I'm all about uh, encouragement, empowerment, and being uplifting. And every now and then we have to get into a dark space and talk about truth and reality in that dark space. Uh, if we ever hope to bring light uh, to said spaces. Um, being from Houston, uh, this kind of hit home real quick. Um, for those of you who don't uh, know or unaware, uh, uh, a person who is classified as an Instagram model or Instagram influencer uh, who goes by the name of Miss Mercedes Moore whose real name is Janae Gainier, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, was murdered senselessly in her apartment in Houston. And like I said, because of Houston and uh, having your ear, my ear to the ground in Houston, uh, it kind of hit quickly. And you get so used to hearing Instagram influencer, Instagram model, uh, that you probably don't pay it any attention when you hear it. At least I don't. Uh, and I have my own opinion behind it all, and I'll share a little bit of that, but that's not why I'm really here. Uh, but come to find out real quickly that this person had 2.7. Uh, when I went to the account to look at it personally, 2.7 million uh, followers on Instagram. I don't know any about any other uh, platform she's on uh, you know, and I'll get get to get to all that, but I don't know any others. But I know that that to me that's significant, and it's like okay, somebody I've never heard of, and it's crazy because I have an, an Instagram business account, and none of these people that have uh, something popping off or trending that are recognized as influencers are people I know because I'm operating in a different space and attempting to do different things, but to know that, okay, that's somebody on that demanding and commanding that kind of time and attention. And with followers like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B and a bunch of other people, okay, you know, um, there's obviously something going on there that I'm unaware of. And, you know, just because I'm unaware of it doesn't make it uh, any less real. Uh, you know, I'm just me. Uh, but I wanted to come on and talk about, there are a couple of things that I want to talk about. I want to address, um, and I want to do it in a respectful way. I'm not about disrespecting, uh, the dead or their families. Uh, people are literally grieving. There are two parents who have lost a daughter. Uh, no, she has at least one sister. Um, I couldn't imagine being the father who literally, goes over and kicks the door in to find this. Uh, I'm going to bring some clarity to it because I'm going somewhere with this. Um, before I do, I want to remind you guys that I am in the middle of writing book number 25 and we are doing sponsorships. Um, so you can literally sponsor space in the book uh, where you can memorialize uh, someone uh, 
that you hold in high regard, whether it's a mentor, a, a high elementary, middle school, high school teacher, college professor, coach, uh, spouse, parent, grandparent. Uh, you can uh, sponsor a space in the book uh, that should be published by the end of the year. I'm writing it as we speak. I've been doing a series on black wealth that coincides with the way the book is being written. The book is on black wealth. And um, I'm a little off right now because I'm thinking about this and I'm just thinking about if I were this. And I think this is why it's hitting home and why it's so important for me to say what I say, because I have daughters her age. I have a daughter a little older than her, have a couple of daughters around that age. And then I have babies who are coming up and Instagram is like their blueprint. And I don't think they get it. And, and so I want to talk about that. And I'm a little thrown off, but I want to remind you, if you haven't um, sponsored a space on there, and the thing is, there's no minimum. Obviously, the more you sponsor, the more you can get in return in the way of space and other things. If you sponsor $25, you're going to get uh, a, a signed copy of the book. If you sponsor $100, you're going to get a dedicated page, meaning that that page is all yours uh, to celebrate that person in whatever way you want. If you sponsor $250, you'll get a dedicated page and you'll get to submit a portrait of the person that you are celebrating or memorializing or whatever you want to do. Uh, you can even celebrate something you've done yourself that you're proud of. But click the link in the box, in the description box, and go to the page. You can read more about it. If you, if you just want to go ahead and sponsor, uh, there's a direct link direct link that'll take you directly to uh, the page where you can just sponsor and then I'll contact you and get the information that you want in the book. Okay, uh, that's out of the way. Okay, this young lady, if I'm not mistaken, was 33 years old, uh, lived in Houston. Obviously, her father lives here because he's the one who uh, went to her apartment and discovered her. And from what I understand, a person, uh, I think last name Acosta, Alexander Acosta, something like that, uh, came all the way from Florida. Uh, what I've been able to uncover and just looking into the story and kind of understanding how this unfolded is he has been digitally stalking her for a while. So at some point, his warped reality told him it was time to meet her in person. So I'm assuming in some way in his mind, he had already met her and he came down, uh, found where she was, got inside of her house and killed her. The first thing that I want to do is say that this isn't the time or the point for victim blaming. We are the champions of victim blaming. You know, it's easy to sit up and say, okay, if she wouldn't have been doing this or doing that, he wouldn't have done it. Um, and I've heard a num number of people say, because of the type of pictures she took on Instagram is the reason she's dead. Uh, look, this person came from Florida which means that no matter where in Florida he was, he was literally a couple of hours away from South Beach in Miami, Miami Beach, 
where they are nothing but scantily clad people walking around all damn day. Uh, if it was just about that, he could have found anybody in a number of ways, uh, in a number of time to kill. That was some fixation and spiritual attachment uh, at a level of darkness that most people can't comprehend that made him feel the need to go over four states, find her, follow her home, and kill her. You know, I am not a fan of what I see on Instagram in a lot of these things. I'm not a fan of it because I see how it influences my babies and the work that I have to do to constantly make sure I'm reinforcing what I've been teaching because they, after they get a certain age, have this thing in their hand all freaking day and they're looking at it and it's giving them an image of what life is like. And life isn't really like that. What she accomplished and how she accomplished it, I don't know. I don't know what drew 2.7 million people to her. But whatever it was, beyond the visual things, because like I said, to me, I don't get it. If it's just that, you can go see that. Black women are beautiful all over the place, and you can find them in bikinis anywhere. So I don't get that, but I don't know who she is and what she did, but whatever it is, that's 2.7. But she's not typical. There are a bunch of people that are doing the same thing she's doing and got 5,000 followers. But here's the thing that I want people to understand. Even the person with 2.5,000, 2.5K followers on Instagram, on whatever, uh, only, only, I think it's OnlyFans or whatever is this crazy place that everybody's talking about now, OnlyFans or something like that, that you got 2.5K not million, 2.5K followers. That's 2,500 people out of which you may personally know 10. So that's 2.5 thousand people you don't know. You have no way of vetting outside of maybe looking at their, uh, when they send a request to follow you. And some of you don't even require a request. You can just go on and follow it, but even if they you require a request, you go on and you look at their page and you look at their page and you determine by, by, by looking at their profile whether you you know going to allow them to follow you. And you don't have any way of controlling that. Absolutely no way of controlling that. This could have been somebody with, like I said, 2,000 followers. And that guy could have been on that page. And whatever connection he thought he had with her, the same thing could have come out. And again. It's not about whether I think it's cool or right or whatever. I'm a 54-year-old man with girls, a bunch of them. And so my view of it and what I see and what I want for my babies has, has me in a certain place. I also know how I was at a young age. And while there was a certain allure to women who moved a certain way, there was also a, 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 a point in the way of viewing them that I want young ladies to at least know about. Because at some point in time, you outgrow it. At some point in time, you move into the next phase of what you want to do in your life. And not all the time are you is it easily left behind. And I want people to understand that. I want babies to understand. And now, I also want to be real about this. Because, see, people love to judge. And they really don't look at things in the totality of um, the totality of how things are fixed. Uh, I say this when I talk about 
how horrible the 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 the, the uh, hip hop culture has suffered, especially in the area of music, uh, specifically rap music, and uh, the trash that's out there now. You know, there's always been uh, certain types of lyrics. You can go back and Two Live Crew and Two Short and a bunch of others. There's, there's always been an element of violence. You can go back to NWA and all of that. Um, and so we're not pretending like, you know, it was always clean, wholesome. No, but there was a, pre a predominance or an abundance of something that had substance that was enjoyable, that was encouraging, that was uplifting, that was challenging you, that took you somewhere that we don't hardly see anymore. There was also a level of talent that was at one point on the rise. Uh, the way you put your lyrics together, your presentation, your delivery, all these things were things people worked on. And now it, it, it isn't. And you look at it and then you get mad because they can easily be influenced to put crap in their music that dumbs down the audience, crap in their music about drugs, crap in their music about misogyny, crap in their music about violence towards men, other black men, all of this stuff. And you can get upset about it. But at the end of the day, like I said, then when most of these kids are coming from backgrounds where they've never even seen 50 million, I mean, uh, $50,000 and someone offering them a signing bonus of 500,000 and telling them, this is what you've got to put out. What do you expect? Same thing. If we don't have avenues, if we haven't prepared our children, we haven't put them in a situation where we're showing them viable ways to live lives that they desire to live. And the thing is constantly being pumped in front of them about you can live this lifestyle. When the truth of the, the, truth of the matter is most aren't going to be able to live that lifestyle, but it, make, it makes it seem for them. Man, all I got to do is sit up there, go make up my face and get in front of the camera and take some pictures. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm an Instagram model. I'm an Instagram influencer. And, and they don't really understand the dynamic behind it. Then you got a bunch of people like Brittany Arena on there telling them, hey, look, this is how you can go out and get the bag. And then you go out and catch this cat slipping. You go out and catch that cat slipping. And then you go out and get the bag and don't realize that following that advice will get you caught up in something you don't want to get caught up. Everybody's not going to be a PJ Washington. There are going to be some people that are going to be some Ray Caruth's out there. And if you don't know who Ray Caruth is, Ray Caruth is somebody who was messing around with a person who was a stripper. I'm not judging strippers. I've known a few um, personally as friends, I'm not judging anybody. Everybody's got their path. They've got to walk, but you got to have set up and there got to be levels of standards that you want to live your life at. But the thing is, he was dating one, got pregnant. He didn't want her to have a baby. She going to have a baby because that was her way to be with him. I don't even think with her it was about the money, and it could have been, but it was about being with him, and she thought she had him. He had her killed. He spent, I don't know how many years in prison behind it. He got out a couple of years ago, but he had her killed. That's a dark side to playing these games that you learn on this place that people make it all fun and games. Not everybody's going to be getaway clean like Brittany Arena got, got away clean with 200000 a month with P.J. Washington, you know, and all the stuff that goes along with that. That's that side of it. My thing is the darkness on that side of it when you don't have ways that you're sitting up and preparing and teaching and opening your kids up to, it's like constantly having to remind my children, hey, look, there's a way to get this and not put yourself at risk. There's a way to get this and not devalue yourself. And I, I want to be very careful at that.
because we tend to judge our own more harshly than we judge the rest of the world. And I can understand it in a, in a certain sense. I want more from my own. I don't judge my kids based on uh, other kids, first of all, but I definitely don't judge them based on white kids. White kids do things that that, that my kids aren't going to be able to do anyway. I want my kids to have a standard based off of the life that I want them to have and live and have the control over. A lot of times you lose control trying to grab things you think you want, and then your life takes on a whole new life of its own that you lose control over. Um, and what I can tell you is I've never had that I'm aware of. Uh, you know, when I was in my heyday, wasn't no internet out there like that. Uh, I don't, I, I can't ever say I had 2.7 million people doing anything that, that was, that had anything to do with me. Uh, but there was a time that, uh, the younger version of me walked in a club in a number of different cities and shut the club down. There are times like, you know, there's even a space on my Facebook account, my personal profile, uh, where one of the albums says before the transformation and it's pictures of me. When I walk in the VIP would be half the club. And I know how sick people in that small environment that I was operating in compared to 2.7 million. That's small. But I knew I had a bodyguard then because that's how crazy stuff would get at times. Not necessarily somebody just wanting to hurt you, but somebody thinking they, they, they want to get close enough to you. And it ain't always some female. A lot of times it's dudes that's trying to get you CDs, that's trying to get you a demo, that's trying to get next to you because they think they got talent that you can help them with. A bunch of other stuff that happens, you know, and, and every now and then something will pop up in one of those pictures from that album or, or roll across a timeline and I'm reminded of it and I don't miss it. You know, that was the younger version of me. That's 20 plus years ago. Uh, probably ended about 17, 18 years ago. And, and, you know, I kind of phased out of it, but back then, you know, just rolling up and doing those type of things. My brother and I were talking about that the other day. He's still kind of out there because he's still in the music industry. He and uh, my nephew, his son. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is, they don't tell you about that part. They don't tell you that when you go out there and now you're out in the open and people see you and they're fixed on you, that that comes with a level of darkness. You don't have the ability to control. You can't say that everybody that's looking at you and seeing you has your best interest at heart. Most of them don't. Most of them are fixated for whatever reason, but very few of them are sitting up and thinking of you as a human being. And now you're out there and now there's an entire culture that thinks all you have to do is take pictures and be on Instagram and you can literally make a living and be famous when the truth of the matter is very few are doing that. And what I'm finding is that a lot of them are ending up in dark places just this year alone for Instagram influencers committed suicide. Another Instagram uh, influencer was murdered. Okay, my thing is, how do we protect our babies from this? How do we make sure that me or any other father doesn't end up living through what this baby's father lived through? And yeah, I know she's 33 years old, but I have a daughter older than her. So, so, so to me, she's a baby.
And how do we get the message home to these young kids that it's not a game? It's all a game until it's not. And by the time you realize it's not a game, it's too late. That is literally people out there who don't have that. Everybody wants to approach the world as if the world is viewing life through the lens in which they're viewing it. That everybody has... an identical paradigm to the one you're operating with. You want to go out and you actually think that because you see value in life and you would never take anyone's life, that there's no one out there that is willing to take your life. That is will that, that, that actually sees no problem in it. There are people out there who are twisted. There are people out there who live in a place of darkness. There are people out there who are literally jealous. And what you don't understand is with quick money comes a certain element. And there are so many dynamics that you don't get to control. You know, again, my heart goes out to her family. Uh, and I don't want this to come across as me blaming her. Uh, no matter what she did, no matter what lifestyle she chose, no matter how she chose to live her life, uh, good or bad, there is absolutely nothing she done to deserve what happened to her. And I think we got to be real careful in victim blaming. Uh, and that's not what I'm trying to do here. What I'm trying to do here is talk about a culture that lures our babies into something that comes with a dark side. You know, if that's the life you want to live, you've got to understand that it comes with a dark side. When things move that quickly, there are things you can't measure. There are things you cannot observe. There are things that you cannot predict. Now, life comes with a certain level of unpredictability. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, for the engineer who works in an office at a table designing buildings and bridges and uh, pipelines and all the other stuff that structural engineers do, that's still a level of unpredictability in their life. Now, the more you move into a rapid pace of how you live your life, the more unpredictable it becomes. And so no matter where you're at, you're going to have some unpredictability. But the more you move into spaces that you're moving rapidly and things are happening quickly and it all looks great and you're just out there and you're taking it in and you don't really take time to sit back and look at how things could go. There's a level of unpredictable. And when you're talking about 2.7 million people, that's statistically speaking, there are some people in there that mean you no good. Most of them are going to be at a distance and you'll never see them in your life. But there's this chance that there's going to be one sick person who will literally hop on a plane and go over four states to come into your space, violate your space, violate you, take your life, rob your family of their future with you, take away all your promise. 
and you never saw it coming. We don't live in a place, you know, I've had people, you know, follow me around, but I saw, saw them because I wasn't dealing with social media then. You see them coming, but when somebody is literally fixated on you for months before you realize it, and then you've got this false sense of security because the internet has given you the idea that they're way over there. They can't get to you. But then all of a sudden you look up and now they're in your home from four states over there and now in your home and it's gotten real and now it's too late to do anything about it. And there's a whole generation of my babies out there that think this is what's up. I'm Erlene, I'm just saying what they classified her as. I'm not to me, I, I I have a problem with the whole Instagram thing. You know, everybody's an Instagram model, but I'm not here to degrade her. And like you said, I just said, and I'll say again. Absolutely nothing she did uh, justifies what happened to her. And I think that we have to get away from the idea like, well, if she wasn't doing this, she, the bottom line is, let's call it what it is. That dude was sick. That dude did the unthinkable. It's on that dude. Now, here's the thing. Is there a way to put our babies in situations where the unthinkable happens less. That's what this is about to me. That's a place. That's a that's a whole level of darkness that comes along with this whole Instagram phenomenon that that nobody is going to talk about because nobody wants to be on the wrong side of it. So, at the end of the day, we have a thirty-three-year-old young black woman dead. From somebody more than likely she didn't know personally. There's no evidence as of yet that they knew each other on a personal level. And community solutions, that that's a reality. That's the reality I'm trying to get at without victim blaming. That Certain things simply open you up to a whole new element. The way that my, my great-grandfather was said, he was, you know, an older man. Like I said, my great-grandfather, my grandmother's father. The way he was said, son, you play with trash, you get into your eyes. Now, I'm not calling her trash. I'm saying that playing with that type of lifestyle, there are a lot of elements that flow low in that lifestyle. There's a lot of men that love to look at pictures like that that aren't about anything good. And so you have to understand when you start messing around in that area, there are some benefits, but it comes at a price. And that's the thing that I want to really, really, truly kind of hit home. Our babies need to see that it is not all, you know, fun and games out there that you are sitting up and you're putting yourself in a situation and they're just simply people, no matter how you want to bake it up and no matter how you want to sit up and say people have a right to do what they want to. At the end of the day, you have a right to do what you want to. But people are going to judge you based on how you do things. There are simply people who will devalue you based on how you present yourself. And there are some that will devalue you at a certain level that your life no longer has value. 
And you've got to understand all of these things when you're making these decisions. And I don't think that the, the, the truth is being put out there in a way that these babies understand everything that's going on. Yeah, and I, that's the other thing that uh, they were saying there's no sign of forced entry, but that's not that hard to believe when you look at the way the, the apartment was designed. It was designed somewhat like a home, so it had a back door, front door, and a garage door. Uh, most of the people I know don't lock their doors inside of their garages, so if you open the garage up, you can get into the house. And so if while she's pulling her car in the garage, he got in that door. He didn't have to break in. All he had to do is he's in there and the house is unlocked. Or if he catches her going to the house and she's got her keys, he just goes in right behind her. It's a bunch of different ways you can get in without forced entry. But the bottom line is we definitely have to do a, a better job of really, truly enlightening our, our youth. Uh, because that is a dark side and social media is there to chew them up and spit them out. And my concern is that most uh, far too many are going to fall victim than are going to benefit from it. And uh, I, I think I'm going to leave it there. Um, and again, yeah, and you make a, another valid point, you know, being a man married to a woman who works with people uh, who were victims of uh, sex crime. My, my wife, as a matter of fact, is a survivor herself, but works with girls who have been trafficked and so many other things. There are some dark people out there. There are some people out there that you guys don't have a clue what they're capable of. And a lot of them don't look like killers, don't look like you know, they would do something like that. The idea is a lot of people, I can run around, well, I can see, you know, that, that that guy looks like a killer. I can see, no, there are some people out there that will fool you. Now, this guy looked weird, but it's easy to say after the fact. Uh, but my thing is, I, re I really want to be able to do things that we can do better by uh, protecting our kids from this type of stuff. Uh, that's it. Uh you know, like I said, I'm lifting her family up. Uh, I think it's senseless. It's, it's, it's really scary uh, that we're in a place where something like that happens. Um, I've had a talk with my babies, um, trying to get them to see, you know, how things can go. Um, but, you know, we, we have work to do. On that note, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Don't forget, if you haven't gotten your sponsorship yet, uh, you can click the link in the book and you can go ahead and sponsor a space and celebrate somebody in my 25th book, which I'm writing right now. If you want your name and somebody you want to celebrate in the book, you can just go down, click the link and make it happen. On that note, I'm out of here.